Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the First World Manila podcast. And this is going to be a short episode because I'm tired. <laughs> My name is Ramon Rodrigo Calo Cuenca, CFA, by the way. I am the founder and director of First World Manila. First World Manila, for all of you who are new, is uh, it's a brand that makes learning about Manila and the Philippines longer-term economic and urban development interesting and, and also getting people interested in Philippine cultural revitalization um, and I'll get to that in a second so those are the basic those are basically the three main objectives of Fresno Manila um, today's episode is going to be on about Chris Aquino social class and what we can learn from her and obviously this is a this is more of a culture episode rather than a policy episode so um, yeah, just like last week when I was talking about your road and um, what language we should speak. So this is something along those lines. So this falls under the broader umbrella of uh, one of our, one of First World Manila's missions, which, which is to get people more interested in cultural revitalization. And what I mean by that is that um, what I think is, is needed in the Philippines and Manila is a stronger sense of national identity and culture. Um, in previous episodes, I've, I've referenced um, that famous Atlantic article. I forgot by whom, but look it up. Uh, Philippines damaged culture. So I think, I think, to really fix things here and to obviously get the long-term economic development and, and urban planning policies going um, by the voted in by the popular pub, uh, sorry, voted in by the public. For uh, and making that the mandate of whoever becomes elected president. Uh, to get that going, you don't need. It, it's not just about um, education on educating people on economic policy and stuff. You also have to instill a vision and, and a sense of identity to them. Otherwise, as I said before, why why go through the um, why go through all the trouble of of <clears throat> of doing all these hard things when you can just leave the country and work hard and make a living elsewhere and just send money back, which is sort of what's happening now. So the reason why culture is important, again, is because with other countries that have a stronger sense of, cu of culture, at least in my opinion, you've seen uh, greater strides in um, economic development. So you think of like Japan or Taiwan, South Korea, for example, um, they have a stronger sense of identity than we do, I think. Um, I mean, I, I could go on and on about how Japan kind of created its own, its own national culture, and then people worked hard to sort of bring Japan from like a poor country to like a rich country. But yeah, along those lines. So, so that's something that's needed here in the Philippines. So, but I think to do that, to sort of bring, you know, what I'd like to do is, um, I, I think a focal point of revitalizing our national culture is looking at you know, look at looking at um, looking towards the Ilustrados and uh, their background and their their values and social graces, uh, just because those are our nationalists and, and intellectuals during a time when when we when we really came onto our own. So I want to make those kinds of that sort of the, the, that sort of Ilustrado like values and aspirate or sorry, excuse me, Ilustrado lifestyle and values and goals. I want to make that aspirational for people. 
um, and obviously that's a that's a big mission. So I'm always willing to learn from how other people have succeeded. And one person who has succeeded very much in selling aspiration, which is again, which is what I want to do with First of Manila, is Chris Aquino. She is very very good at selling um, aspiration to people across all across all social classes, I believe. Um, and I want to I want to spend this short episode dissecting what it is about her that makes people like her. I mean, it's funny because she's obviously from a very privileged background. Um, maybe the fact that her father is Ninoy helped, uh, but people, a lot of people across, and and this is across actually different uh, different social classes. There are people who love her and hate her, but there are people who love her. Who are who live lifestyles that are very much so different from hers, but again, they, she's selling them a dream and aspiration that people aspire to, in some ways. Um, and before I go any further, um, I'm not gonna hate on her. Um, certainly, people I know, the people I grew up with, a lot of them kind of um, don't take her seriously or laugh at her, or, or you know, I mean, I, I do. I, I and I've I've seen her content. It's certainly not for, not for people like me, uh, but I can understand the appeal to a lot of other people. Um, but you know, whatever people say about her, you know, I don't know her personally. She might be a very very nice and wonderful person, but I can see why she takes on a persona, at least publicly on the media, that uh, some people don't like. I mean, when you enter showbiz, you have to at least traditionally with showbiz, you have to. You have to, um, for lack of a better word, pander to pander to the lowest common denominator, um, especially how, especially because most people in this country are poor. You have to, you kind of have to, you have to, you have to pander to people, um, and in maybe in, in ways that might might put off some other people, um, which isn't to say everyone in, in everyone in any in any grouping is likes her or everything like that because I've I've met people from all sorts of backgrounds who like her and dislike her so it's actually whatever her popularity or, or dislike of her is not always along class lines so there's that but what I like to what I'm interested in is that she sells she sells aspiration across across different you know class barriers for lack of a better word so that's something I want to learn too from her um, so I did talk to some people who like her, and they just say like she speaks her mind. Um, uh, she speaks her mind. She's not afraid to say what she has to say, and um, and even someone even brought up the fact that uh, the the subject of divorce. And I, I believe I believe her marriage with her ex is annulled here. I, I'm not sure. I don't really follow her very closely, but um, what the underlying the underlying pattern I see is that, I mean, aside from just selling a lifestyle that she's, you know, well off and and she's um, and she's obviously very financially um, successful and stable, she she also sells something that's relatable to a lot of people. Not everyone, but to a lot of people who maybe maybe what she says and does is what a lot of people think inside. So, and again, people some people are like that, some people aren't. Uh, but clearly she's very successful, so she's obviously tapped into what a lot of people in this country feel. 
Um, so, I, so the the sense I'm getting here is that it's it's not only that you can just go out and sell aspiration because there's so many celebrities who who are rich and who can do that theoretically. But it's for me, it's it's not just aspiration, but also that she she's she comes across as very real and relatable to people. Um, sort of, she's not afraid to be herself or who she really is, or at least. She's good at if, it's, if if that's not who she really is, and she's really good at she's a good actress, but clearly she she knows it makes a lot of people tick, and she just doesn't act uh, as a in accordance to that. And I can understand that too, again because of the economics of showbiz uh, to make up to make a profit from that huge capital investment traditionally with TV and everything you have to you have to get people's attention, they have to talk about you, uh, you kind of have to pander for lack of a better word. So I can understand where she's going with that. Um, so that's something that that's a that's a challenge for me is to make sort of our maybe a more what some might consider more I mean I want to sell aspiration as well with first vanilla but I want there to be a more refined sense to it again I, I always want to harken back to the legacy and the heritage of the illustrados if you've ever seen any of my artwork um, uh, by the way uh, for those who are new uh, first vanilla is also a vehicle through which I show my art representing a, a rich version, a first world version of Manila. If, if you look at my artwork, uh, a lot of it is very much inspired by old Manila. And I, I think um, I've, had a successful, I've had a successful exhibit based on that. And just looking at what people click on and all these Facebook groups like Filipinas Nostalgia, My Manila, Oficialización de Español en Filipinas, all these, all these sorts of things, all these Facebook groups. I mean, I think there's, um, I think there's a lot of, there's, there's a significant amount of people who, sort of, miss what our, what Manila and our culture was, maybe at the turn of the of the twentieth century, and what we, what we could be, and we could be based on, I guess, those ideals and those values and and the, that sort of aspiration. So, the challenge for what I want to do is make that kind of aspiration, uh, the Ilustrado aspiration. Uh, relatable to, to a larger group of people and that's something I want to continue working on um, so that's it really um, obviously I'll be before I say um, uh, before I finish up I want to make that illustrado aspiration um, aspirational across social across different sort of backgrounds or, or social class boundaries like how Chris Aquino has done with her with her own brand so that's yeah that's basically what i want to do so that's the end of this quick episode uh today's um tagalog spanish vocab is again we're going with the basics last week it, it was yo which is ikaw now this week it's tu or sorry excuse me it was yo which is ako <laughs> reading getting my notes mixed up yo is ako and this week tu is ikaw tu ikaw tu tu ikaw all right so that's it for this episode. Um, if you like what you've listened to, please subscribe to my podcast or download. This is a weekly podcast, or you can subscribe to me on YouTube. Um, next week, I'll be going back to looking at um, uh, po more policies and stuff and seeing what, what we can support over the long term that will really uh, make um, e um, economic growth here inclusive and, and increase the standard of living of everybody. Okay. Uh, that's it for this week. See you next Tuesday. Have a good evening.